PM and welcome to another episode of the Blockchain Boys. I am MPE here with my co-host NFT Hook, aka John Henson, who was recently featured in a rap song. <laughs> yeah, uh, was getting tagged. Uh, I was like, "What's going on? What is this?" Um, and it was a nice little line. I mean, I let people go figure that line out for themselves. Um, but uh, it was just kind of a fun, fun little bar. So. Yeah, so go check it out. It's tremendous by Bass Nas. Our boy, <laughs> our boy John, got a huge shout out. Um, you know the one the one thing I I forgot to mention on our intro pod, which this is a, a huge missight by us. Uh, we didn't even mention the NRN guys, the non refungible network. Yeah, I mean that's what we're on, right? That's, exactly. That's so you know, me and John, uh, you know, we went down. I think we talked about it last time. We talked about going down to the Gutter Cat event. Yep. How good of an event that was, um, and we were fortunate enough to be able to meet. Uh, Crypto Crier, FUD, RSG, um, and the rest of the guys. Sorry if I'm, I'm missing anybody that else was down there. Yep. Um, but it was a great time. You know, great to talk with them. Uh, when we connected with them, you know, they let us know that, uh, you know, they're in the podcasting world uh, in Web3. Uh, they have, I believe, uh, four podcasts. I believe we are the fifth. Yeah. Um, so they have phenomenal content. Crier puts out a, a Substack. A newsletter that's great for both beginners and uh, veterans in the space. Uh, but we are not, I mean, we could not be more happy to join, you know, the NRN guys. And, uh, you know, we, we keep on saying, you know, uh, connections is the, the best thing about this space. And, uh, you know, to go down there just to, you know, check out the event and have a good time and end up, you know, finding some, some colleagues that now we're able to work with is just, you know, so awesome. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I don't know if their Discord is like open to everyone, but I think it's one of the more knowledgeable, you know, above board, you know, discords where I learn every day. I, I literally, I don't necessarily talk on it a lot, but I'm on it a lot you know, with the alpha chat and different things like that. And, um, you know, it's a uh, very informative. Everybody's super cool, super, you know, ready to give you info alpha on, on the space on NFTs you know, certain drops and things like that. So, uh, you know, they've got a great platform, man. So looking forward to the future kind of working with them. I'll say no, definitely. And, in you know, in addition to the NFT side, you know, uh, Cryer is a very big uh, DeFi Kingdoms maxi, uh, you know. So if you guys have not heard of DeFi Kingdoms, I'd definitely go check it out. Uh, definitely, you know, feel free to hit up Cryer. I'm sure he loves getting questions about DeFi kingdoms and right. how to play that. So it's a, it's a game five platform that runs on harmony. Um, so that it's really cool, but you know, just a, a lot of information about a lot of different, uh, you know, categories in this space. So couldn't be more excited to work with those guys. Um, you know, John, I, I want to take it back a little bit and, uh, you know, kind of break it down for maybe the people that, haven't been in this space for a while and, yep. and really get down to, um, you know, what is an NFT? Because, you know, we hear this, you know, NFT a lot. Uh, I think most people know that it stands for non-fungible token. Um, but I just want to get a little more about, you know, what is an NFT and why do these matter? And, you know, what is going to be the futures of NFT, right. you know, moving forward? So. You want to take the first stab at it? Um, I'll take a stab at how I explain it to my friends. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily super technical on the non-fungible token lingo, but you know, I treat it like this, man. I, I think you know you have these top tier, right? Blue, you know, blue chip or whatever you want to call them NFTs. You've got the mid tier, lower tier, things of that nature, and things that are going to grow. And um, at this point in time, you have no idea, right? The board ape could sink, and you know, I see something. I saw something called the crypto docs, right? No one knows what that is, right? That's um, the minting in February, and that can, can rise. And 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 I think that's just kind of the fun part about the space, right? Nobody really knows what's going to happen in the future. Ten years from now, it could be a thousand different NFT communities, because you know, if you think about it, like, what? There's only ten thousand you know, or so purse on certain NFTs and sometimes more or less. So it's not that many people that can be in that community. So there's going to definitely be a lot more. But And then I explain like this, man, you own that image, right? And so you can put it on a T-shirt, 
if you own a company, you can make that a logo um, and you can do so much more with it, you know, and, and also going into the space of the metaverse, right, and, and, and social media, you can pick that as your profile picture and Twitter's trying to do a verification process where you can connect your wallet and put, you know, and all that type of stuff. So it's, uh, it's a new space and it's coming. And, and I always tell people, if you don't want to be involved, you don't understand it, you know, you should probably just try to understand it. You know what I mean? And, and, and I always say to you, like, flexing is never going to stop, right? So it's, a fact. it's never going to stop. So if I've got a $2,000 picture or a $10,000 picture or a $100,000 picture, like, that's a flex. And, and people like to drive nice cars. I got a nice NFT, right? And, and, and you can see it and you can go to my wallet. And my name's on my wallet. You, can, you know, and so, uh, you know, there's $200 million wallet they said that they found, you know, they found and don't know whose it is, right? Like, yeah. One day it's going to come out who it is, and you know it's going to be crazy. So that's how I explain it. And then you know, obviously, I help people when I can, and I I, I send them over to you. Like me and my boys had a discussion, right, yeah. with you, and he's talking about Dogecoin and Shiba. NFTs and Shibas, and like Max was was getting after him and trying to like teach him, and, and you know, that's that's what you do, and, and and that's kind of how I see the NFT space, man. And so uh, you know, how, how do you kind of? Yeah. So, you know, what, what I really, uh, you know, gets me so excited about it is just, you know, how much of life changing technology that blockchain is that mm -hmm. we are able to verify ownership of these assets. And, you know, that cannot be changed once something is on the blockchain. You know, it cannot be altered or, you know, edited in any way. Um, so, you know, I was listening to, uh, Gary V, um, speak on the full send pod with the Nelk boys. Um, and you know, he was getting really, you know, I love Gary V. He always gets real deep. Um, but you know, I totally agree with his vision, you know, kind of for the future of NFTs where he said, you know, 95% uh, of the, you know, generative PFP profile Picture mm -hmm. projects are probably going to end up going to zero mm -hmm. or approaching that. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, the blue chips are going to, you know, continue to rise. But I think they will, you know, kind of see uh, some of the pullback uh, if the whole market, you know, sees that, you know. Yeah. And, you know, Gary Vee is a great person in the space. But, like, I mean, he's also taking advantage of being himself in the space. So, like, you know, we got to listen to Gary. We got to listen to Gary. But, you know, Gary, you know, Gary's got some stuff going on, man. And, you know what I mean? So, that's the only thing I can say about the NFT space that, you know, I said someone called me yesterday and they were like, hey, should I look into something called the Meta Babies or Meta Babies or whatever? And I, like... I looked it up and I saw it. I said, oh, I don't know about this. I looked at the Discord and I did my research. And I'm like, bro, honestly, if you got $300 to throw at it, to buy one, to mint one, cool. Yeah. But I don't know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and that's kind of how. Not financial the, advice. Not financial advice. Just I don't know about this. And so, um, you know, it's, it's, it's like, that's just, just the wild, wild west. And you got to do your own research, which I also think is cool too, right? Like, you, can go, you know, there's t Twitters about, what the whales are buying. There's, there's all types of stuff you can kind of see, man. So, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a wild ride, bro. No, it, it is crazy. But you know, where I see the, the future of, you know, NFTs going is, is, and you know, some people might think this is crazy, but I genuinely think that, you know, in the future, every ticket for all these events are going to be secured on the blockchain. They're going to be NFTs. Sure. I think every home sale, is going to be secured on the blockchain. I think every car sale mm -hmm. is going to be secured on the blockchain. I think even high-end jewelry sales mm -hmm. are going to be secured on the blockchain. For sure. And the reason being is because, you know, there are so many, you know, like just take it for example, like, you know, if you see, uh, you know, let's say an up-and-coming rapper who's got all this ice on, mm -hmm. but that could be, you know, fake jewelry where, you know, the only way to verify that is to take him to a jewelry store Get out, little, get out you know. the, dee, dee, dee. Um, yeah. but you know, on the blockchain, if somebody has a board ape, uh, profile picture, mm -hmm. you can check if they actually own that right. in like eight seconds, right. depending on how fast you can click. Um, so, you know, just the fact that you can verify ownership of these digital assets, uh, you know, gets me so I, bullish. I, I treat it like this. It's funny. You kind of explain it like that. So, um, Twitter starts, right. Mm -hmm. And 
me and my teammates from Twitter going crazy, like typing all types of stuff, not realizing it's public. Yeah, right? just crazy, just stuff. crazy stuff. And so the, the UNC, that was when you were in college. Yes, yeah. you, literally, it was like the beginning of Twitter. <laughs> I was like, I cannot imagine a college. Literally, John I mean, just we're just talking like we're talking, yeah, like like we're talking in a room by ourselves. They bring us into this room and they go, "Hey, you guys can't say this stuff. Delete everything right now. We got just above, like we delete everything just before." People start catching on. And so I think that's how the blockchain is going to become. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, everybody's just kind of like doing what they're going to do and everything. But like eventually, people are going to realize kind of that technology and how valuable it is and how it can be used. And, you know, Twitter went from, oh, this cool little site to now, like what, owned by Facebook. It's, you know, no, obviously. Yeah. Who's it owned by? It's just uh, Square. Square? Square on Twitter? Oh, yeah, because yeah. you had. Yeah, but uh, you know, just turn into this whole animal, right? Like, yeah. And I think that's what the blockchain is gonna eventually turn into something that's just we're like, wow, like we were doing that on the blockchain earlier. Like, maybe we shouldn't have been, but you know what I mean, but now like, like five years later, it's right? Like, like, damn, I minted like ten like uh, grandpa apes, like for sure. Like people go back and be like, what was this guy doing in 2020? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know, like even today I looked at my um, activity, and I was like. Oh, probably I'm into the weird NFT that had nothing to do with anything, but whatever. It's like, like damn, I could have had that ETH back. And you can't delete it. <laughs> yeah. So that's the, that's your point. You know what I mean? I think you can't delete it. It's there and, and people can see how authentic you are in the space and, you know, so on and so forth. And it'll be used for tickets. And you went to the conference and they were talking about high fashion items. So you won't get, you know, um, scammed. So Exactly. Right, exactly. Um, you know, so, uh, it, we, I guess going on to our next topic, mm-hmm. you know, we, we see a lot of athletes getting into this space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, we see a lot of people from the NBA. We see, we've seen a lot of people, uh, you know, from the MLB, NFL, yeah. um, coming into the space now. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, uh, time to bring our first ever official guest on yes, the blockchain sir. boys our Yo, boys. show them the show them the hoodie yeah, hold yeah. on flex, flex the hoodie show for the, the hoodie. camera hey this yeah that's the hey so up, we got our boy john what up oh shoot i'm causing a mess over here hopefully that doesn't matter yeah. hey i'm still on you know what i'm saying so we're gonna get that plug back in yeah we're good we're good good all right. Perfect. That's how you uh, make an interest, right. entrance. Oh, yeah. That's how you make a name. So we got our boy, Maverick. Are we going Maverick? Brett. This year? Yeah, or are we yeah. going Brett? No, Brett. Brett. Maverick's just my Twitter name. It's my middle name, but. All right. So we got Brett Phillips here, the hometown hero, the St. Pete kid, 727 boy. Yes, sir. Uh, one of the best two-way players in the entire MLB. I didn't see the box, so we won't even bring that up. Uh, and also, hero of 2019? 2020. 2020. We still World, lost, though. World, World Series, Series. Game four. But game four, we won. <laughs> game four, we did win. <laughs> because of you. <laughs> no, because of the squad. But. <laughs> because of the squad. <laughs> but the winning run. Is- no, I, I appreciate the introduction, guys. It's always a pleasure uh, especially John, you know, being a professional athlete and, um, educating yourself on things that you're passionate about True. just as I am. And then Max, uh, being super educated in the NFT and crypto space. Uh, so, you know, this is something that I've gone down the rabbit hole and, uh, I'm, I'm honored to be the first guest on your guys's podcast. So I appreciate y'all. Yeah, we're thanks for, uh, no thanks for coming, man. Appreciate you. I would say big thanks to coming here, and uh, we we have to uh, touch on one subject real quick before we get on with this interview. So Brett came over here last week, <laughs> and it was our first time using a new soundboard uh, with enough mics to you know accommodate three people, and we had a little well a lot of technical issues, mm. and basically weren't able to record. So yep. shout out to Brett for giving us a, a second chance and, sure. and coming back with us. You know, it's just like getting into anything that you're getting into, right? For us, NFT, for y'all podcast, like there's going to be growing pains. There's going to be things that happen 
where you just have to, you know, get through them. And last week was one of those weeks where, hey, we got some technical difficulties. But again, um, appreciate y'all putting this together, figuring it out. And here we are. So let's talk some business. (laughs) Awesome to have you here. So, you know, we got to talk about the sweatshirt. (laughs) Absolutely fire. Um, Tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, for those people that, you know, aren't familiar with that project uh it's called expansion punks um tell us a little bit about you know how you kind of got into that project and uh you know what your experience has been in the space interacting with people in the discord uh on twitter i know i heard you you know talking in a twitter spaces with like you know two thousand people in there something like that um so just a big big advocate and you know how you kind of have bought into this web three kind of yeah 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 before we get there you know, I, I just want to preface it by saying I growing up like I was a video game nerd, like I loved video games just as much as I loved sports <laughs> because I could get that competition mm-hmm. while I wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. So when the, the NFT um, and the metaverse started becoming just something people were talking about, mm-hmm. I gravitated towards it naturally because mm-hmm. I'm passionate about things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So I say that for, for everyone who's listening and they're just like, yo, why are you doing this? That's a, that's a J like you're paying for a JPEG. Like, and I, and I, again, like Gary, Gary V has said, like, I have empathy for you. I understand that, you know, this may not be something you enjoy and that's okay. But for me, I, I'm passionate about, it. I want to mm-hmm. educate myself. So with that being said, uh, about two months ago, my wife and I, we, we set aside some uh, supplemental income that we were just like, you know what? You want to have fun with this? This is what we've allocated. Mm-hmm. En- enjoy yourself, right? And where I went wrong was I just dove immediately right in without talking to guys like Max, right? Yeah. Like without educating myself <laughs> and finding sure. the right people to surround myself with, yeah. which is stupid because every other area of our lives, John, right? Like if we want to get better in our profession, we find the right people. Right. If we want to heal, like get our bodies right for the season, we find the right people. So yeah. when something like this came about, I don't know if it was my ego, but I was just like, you know, I got some cash. Like I had a group chat, right? And my boy, so there was a guy, he had classes. This was like a year ago. And he had people that took the class. He talked about NFTs. And he said all those people in that class a year before this all kind of took off are almost billionaires, right? Doing it right. So this guy was giving them advice on the projects and it was like this project and that project and that project. And I was like, I'm in one here and one there and one there. And I wasn't even like looking at the discords or like, I wasn't even like researching what's behind them. Zero. And so I probably spent a good chunk of change before I like settled down yeah. from that, what you said, like just diving in. The I was rush. Like, All right, let's just take a step back and what's going on. And, and that allowed me to kind of go into the space, right. And, you know, so on and so forth. And, you know, now we're here. So, and I'm glad you brought that up because I am a huge advocate now for who, it doesn't matter if you're a person with a lot of money mm-hmm. or, or someone with, you know, just a little bit of money that wants to get in, mm-hmm. please take the time to educate yourself mm-hmm. and, and find ways on like how you find the right project and we can get into that. Yeah. So I dive in, yeah. I'm getting influenced on NFT Instagram, <laughs> like 80% whitelist sold out, like <laughs> things that probably aren't true, but you know, my favorite rapper or favorite athlete is promoting things that I didn't know at the time they had no clue about. Mm-hmm. They're just catching a quick bag mm-hmm. from the developer yep. in Ethereum to promote and then they're deucing out and you never hear from them. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn that the hard way. And I'm like, you know what? This has to stop. Like, this is so new and confusing, but it's screwing over way too many people. And you've got the top 2% making a ton of money mm-hmm. and catching their bag. Yeah. So I'm, I'm at the end of trying to figure out NFTs and expansion punks uh jeremy posvar who's one of the directors of microsoft Mm -hmm. i caught him on a twitter space and this man was speaking about his project and how just how educated he was how well spoken he was Mm -hmm. you know it didn't sound just like a 
um, a smooth talking interview, mm -hmm. right? People were drilling this man with questions <laughs> that he was answering right off the bat, knew the answer for, and I was like, wow, this is impressive. Mm -hmm. And then to learn, to learn that, you know, the foundation of this project in general is about diversity and inclusion, something yeah. that as an athlete, you know, Hey, that's how you should be living your life with mm -hmm. love and respect. But right. also if you're going to be promoting something, you have to, you have to be educated enough to know, okay, what the project's all about, right. who's behind it, and what are they all about? Because you're going to get canceled, yeah, you, you know, and, and our, your reputation is going to be smeared. Smear so point, great point. Wow. this is something I started educating myself with. I, I go into the Discord. I see, um, you know, in the other projects that I was in, it just felt like I was in a Discord, and I wasn't even talking. No one knew who Brett Phillips was. Mm -hmm. I was just laying back and... It felt like it was a bunch of 17-year-old kids who had some money from their parents who, you know, just got into an NFT because they were influenced and they're trying to flex hard yeah. so they can tell their friends that they're making it big. Yeah. And all you read is raise the floor. Yeah, like what's sweet, going sweep sweep the floor. Sweep like the floor. Like I'm sure. a grown man. Right. Like at the end of the day, after a hard day of working out and playing, you know, playing baseball, like if I'm gonna come into a Discord community. I want it to be, you know, of the conversation of like, it, you know, of weight. Like I want to be able to talk about things that are going to benefit me sure. in moving forward and also benefit others as opposed to random conversation. And that's what I saw from this community. And I know there's a lot of communities out there that are doing it right. But mm -hmm. this was the first community that I had found that was actually doing it right. Like putting together a DAO, a community DAO. And, you know, so I bought in a uh, sure. 0.06. It was the night after they minted out, which took three months to mint out, mm -hmm. by the way, which is really cool to see the persistence they put into mm -hmm. to getting to that point. And so it started going in, in a good direction. And I, I call my buddy Lance McCullers. He's with Houston Astros. He's been into the NFT, getting heavy into it. He's a video game nerd like myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was like, hey, this is a project that not only are, is it safe to promote and be a part of, but it's just really cool what they're doing. So from there, it just started continuing to go in the right direction. And now we have close to 30 professional athletes, including yourself, John, I, I just got, got one, in got on there. Yesterday, I, I did my research, man. I, <laughs> I, I, I went on the like rarity things and I was looking like, you know, even a certain like more than three attributes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all that good stuff. Of and, course. And I, I grabbed one for a good little price. And, you know, I grabbed it. You know, I get, I like NFTs. I, you know, I'm not necessarily, necessarily concerned about making money. I'm concerned about the, the if I like it. Exactly. And, and, and I'd rather pay for one that maybe has a little more rarity that I think is really cool. Yeah. Than like you just getting a floor punk and, you know, not necessarily liking it. Well, whatever it is, what it is. Like, I don't know. I like my You want to like it. I want to yeah. like it. And, and so that's how I moved in the space and bought one. And I definitely encourage everyone who is interested about this when they're getting into a project, actually like it. For sure. Right? Like, because there's a lot of projects out there that are being marketed so heavy, but it's an, it's stupid. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. and, and yeah. it's okay to say it because yeah. it's your money and you know, you're going to invest how you want to invest sure. it. And so, you know, like I said about the, the professional athletes who, who have gotten in on expansion punks, it's been really cool because everyone's invested in on their own, on their own dime, right? No one's getting paid to promote expansion punks. And, you know, I, I know that was a long, a long story, long winded story, <coughs> but, uh, you know, the, the whole metaverse and the, I don't know, science, I guess just the science are, you know, what the blockchain actually is, Max, and you can go into detail about this. It's just super confusing. But at the same time, Web 3 is, I mean, Web 2, everyone thought Web 2, which is social media, was uh, confusing at the start. And now look how much good has came from it. And now to be able to own a digital asset in Web 3 and actually prove that you own something mm -hmm. and it's no longer just flexing um, you know, on your private jet or your, your that's fake parked. car that you that's just parked. leased. That's parked. That's parked in the, parked in the for, yeah. Uh, you got to lease a car for a day, a Lamborghini, <laughs> and you know, you want to take some photos. Like no one can prove that that's yours, mm -hmm. but yet people are making money off of it. 
right? Exactly. You know, we were saying just before you came on, um, you know, that I think, you know, in the future that all, you know, ticket sales, uh, luxury cars, luxury jewelry, even house sales will all be secured via blockchain technology through NFTs. Yeah, which is super smart. And you think of, <coughs> sorry, you think of tickets, you know, once a ticket is sold from a stadium, for the most part, it's going into the secondary market. 100%. And it's being sold for a lot more. Exactly. And uh, actually a stadium with the blockchain, because the blockchain is what is appealing about NFT, right? Yeah. Everyone thinks it's a JPEG, but there's so much many more utilities that you could get into. Mm -hmm. But to prove where the transaction is from, and from a business standpoint, having all your receipts in one spot, think about how easy taxes are going to be. Mm -hmm. Think about just every receipt that a small business or whatever in general is all in the blockchain. Right. And then from there, you can kind of, yeah, once it's sold, people are going, but you can have the analytics now to yeah. how, how much more it's being sold on the secondary market. Right. So you can measure that and set your prices accordingly right. as you move forward, which is right. wild. A hundred percent. And, you know, I heard a interview with Mark Cuban uh, the other day. And in Miami, he, right? Huh? Was it in Miami? Was it down? Was that, they had I, a little blockchain conference down there. I don't think, I think yeah. it was like a couple months ago. Okay, okay. Yeah, it was a little while ago. Okay. But anyway, he was talking about, you know, the future of, you know, tickets being NFTs and, exactly what you're saying not only does it completely eliminate the resale market you know StubHub, uh uh Ticketmaster, you know all those places but he as the you know creator of the actual ticket is going to be able to set the resale royalties that they get from wow. the resale so let's say huh. they have a game against the warriors you know very you know popular team to come see play but, you know, Mark Cuban obviously wants more Mavericks fans than Warriors fans. Mm -hmm. So they can set, you know, if they resell that ticket, the Mavericks get 90% of the resale value. That's mind-blowing. Basically disincentivizing them <laughs> to sell their tickets. Now, let's say, uh, you know, the Magic, I feel like I can say that because I grew up a Magic yeah. fan, <laughs> come to town and not as many people want to go, he can lower that to 5 10%. So they have as many people, you know, reselling their tickets if they get it for retail value uh, to be able to capture that, you know, resale. <laughs> I haven't heard that one yet. And it's going to be a, uh, that's, if he goes 90% royalty, someone's going to just, you know, transfer that thing over to blockchain. Ooh. and Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> right like, and just it, gave it to my guy. And I, you hear Gary <laughs> V talk about how one of those Michael Jordan, uh, tickets one of the big games is going for like three hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. just one of them right so i think of game four um a moment in my career that will probably be the biggest moment mm -hmm. uh, walk off hitting the world series which is absolutely insane um that's a story in itself but for all the Rays fans that were actually there if the ticket was an nft and you know that's something they could cherish on the blockchain and, and show like, hey, I bought that ticket. Like I was at the game and they never have to worry about losing the actual ticket. And if they wanted to sell it to a collector, shoot, I would buy that ticket. Shoot, I, you know, a, my, the baseball player like myself, I would want one of those tickets 100%. on the blockchain to have. So owning a digital asset. Um, is it the NFT and blockchain is just tremendous with, you know, NFTs and the blockchain being able to give fans mm -hmm. this in the future. Again, so confusing, but so much good can come from it. Yeah. Um, and then speaking of that moment, right? Like, so I know the NBA has top shot, you know, obviously, which is awesome. MLB has their own thing. So did they make that a moment or is that a potential moment or how are they going to, how can how does that work with yeah so believe it or not mm -hmm. mlb is just so much further behind mm -hmm. than other sports yeah. and, and i feel like everything but we're getting better sure. um candy digital just won the rights to 
major leagues, baseball players, digital mm-hmm. assets. Mm-hmm. So M- NBA's top shot is now candy digital, which you have like Gary V he's on the board of that. And, um, it's just really cool things going on mm-hmm. with now baseball players being on their own cards as an NFT. I actually got in on that uh, last week. It just dropped. Nice. But so that moment itself isn't, isn't on there. But for instance, Randy Rosarina stole home this last season in mm-hmm. the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It was a play of the day. It was, I think, one of the most electric plays in Ray's history. Mm-hmm. I just scooped one of those up because sure. something like that, owning that to me, is it holds value like for for me personally and going back to john when you get into projects you you got into it now you get them get into them now because you like what they what they're about Mm -hmm. and you know you like what they represent and so um shout out to candy digital for getting on i think too like you know even the top shot thing right it's such it's so new right like i you know i have a friend he plays for the kings harrison and he was like you know i like these moments because it's that's a value. It's it's something that's it's it's a moment in time where you could see, almost feel and own a piece and own of a it. piece of it. And he's like, you know, the thinking behind it is essentially maybe in the future, maybe tops or you know, uh, is it fan side or someone just yeah. comes in and just buys essentially the you know digital rights that- to all that, and it just. Moons, That's right? exactly what just happened. Fanatics bought tops. Fanatics, yes. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. and now Fanatics is putting out candy digital and they're going, it's going, yeah. And so like that's just, you know, I think that's what's gonna happen eventually. And I think it'll be long, I think it'll be past our time. Yeah. But you'll see some billion dollar deal or something eventually it's just gonna snap up all that stuff and 100%. put it under one umbrella, like you know, a holding company and just have all that just across the space. And but, you go back to the 70s when basketball cards just came out. <laughs> yeah, Fleer. Fleer, right? And it, yeah. they were going for what, eight cents? Yeah. Or, or whatnot. And people were like, this is the stupidest thing yeah. ever. Now those cards are going for millions, hundreds of thousands yep. of dollars yep. because they're collectible mm-hmm. and they're cool. But now you, you're starting to see history repeat itself of the same exact thing, but now on the digital side. Did you get a – so I know Top Shot sends like those physical pieces. Do they do, is, it, is the candy doing the same thing? I'm sure they'll get to that point. Yeah. But again, like yeah, I said, so so, yeah. so far behind. Smart man. Hey, so you got to – you know, after the podcast, we'll talk. Man. Yeah, we got to talk. You gotta, I want some moments, bro. Hey, you know I'm going to be talking to uh, Candy actually. So I would love to definitely off air pick your, pick your sure. brain on questions I should be asking sure. that Top Shot's doing. Sure. And I'm sure they can do it. But you being, you know, NBA player yeah. – you were you were on ground level yeah. like you knew what was being yep. said so yep. really cool no definitely and you know just to bring up that you know point that you made with comparing them to baseball card basketball card collectibles like in the future like what would you rather have a you know painted piece of cardboard or like a video on some dope ass mirror yeah. or glass screen mm-hmm. that you can you know replay and like put it yeah in, put it in a cabinet bro have, just, yeah, yeah some 3d di- 3d display of your play of the day think about a projection sitting here in this awesome game room yeah. john by the way think of a 3d project projection of that play of the game not just some painted cardboard you're actually watching the play and it's lit up and someone's just gonna be like Stupid, yeah. and you own that yeah and like the only way that you have that is to buy it digitally mm-hmm. um and again so out there and confusing yeah. but the num the numbers and the amount of money being spent it, it doesn't lie right like yeah. numbers don't lie and to see the projections and see how much money has already been kind of pumped into this it shows it ha- this is the future so, so, right so, so you're saying we have 50 years from now your your you know grandson or someone's gonna go in the attic and dust off a as arena moment and be like, what is this? And <laughs> it's gonna be worth like hundred k. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, plug it in. Like, you know what I mean. So that that's literally what the, what happens with cards. It's you know, that's great. I'm yeah. glad you brought that up yeah. because I was talking to uh, a dude last week and he was saying, you know, people are finding old wallets with Bitcoin <laughs> in it yep. that they th- totally forgot yes. that back in 2011, 2012 that. You know, 
they just had from whatever reason they had it. Mm-hmm. And they're getting into, uh, literally, the dude was like, my one of my best friends found a wallet with 400 Bitcoin in it. Yeah. The, this dude set for life, had forgot. He had yeah. no clue that, yeah. I don't know how he got it, but that's, that's, that's what's, what's happening. What's, happening. Honestly, what's, what's really funny too is like a lot of the people that still have Bitcoins from that time, are from buying illicit products on right. the Silk Road. Right. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Ross Ulbricht. <laughs> right. Silk Road gets shut down. Like, just, just, just forget about your wallet yeah. you had. Like, I'm just get out of here. And you open it back up. Let's say, ho- hopefully, they still have the seed for his. Yeah. Yeah. So, my boy has a wallet. He has four Bitcoin in it. He's like, I have four in it. I know I have four in it. He can't remember. And this is from like, Back in the day, oh no, tragic, remember. more tragic than Shakespeare, it, right? Dude. And he's like, and, it, and you know, like usually we're like, you know, you could break it, you could break it in or hack it. We're just like, it's over, man. It's over. It's over. Like <laughs> it's a wash. It's a wash. Unless you like, you were talking about some quantum computer that could just yeah. run scenarios. No, no, yeah. <laughs> I bet that's gonna come out in like five years, and you're like, for sure, recover your password. Rec- we found a way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's the oh, next it's coming, bro. Idea. Yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, there there'll be a lot to be recovered. Yeah. Um, but super, just weird, and the nerd that I am, I'm gonna continue to educate myself on this because I think it's cool and. Like you said earlier, John, you're like, you know, you may be at a place where you think all this is very stupid, but take the time to educate yourself just a little. So if this does continue to head in the direction that we all think it's going to be, Mm. you will you will just have you'll be able to speak on it a little bit, regardless if you think it's stupid or not, just because I hear Gary Vee talk about when social media web 2.0 became new in the early 2000s mm-hmm. everyone was like what is this the internet is a fad. <laughs> yeah he talks about you can read hundreds of thousands yeah. of articles how this is never going to work mm-hmm. out like aim instant messaging that was just you can do what wait. i can talk to my friend real time what's that way message yeah like and <laughs> and he talks about how our parents you know were super scared to put their credit card in in a website store yeah <laughs> No, 100%. Right? And now the people who are kind of saying that this is ridiculous mm-hmm. are the same people who used to ro- roast your parents for worrying about putting your, your debit or credit card in a store to buy something uh, digital, you know. So they didn't realize they turned into their parents. <laughs> yeah, he says that. <laughs> it's, it's funny. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, just going to... Uh, you know, back to expansion punks and, and talking about merch. Obviously, fire hoodie you had made. <laughs> right. I might That's I might cool. have to get your boy to make me one of those. Yeah, sure, mine. Sure. Um, but you are about to make MLB history this year. Uh, oh yeah. And uh, you want you want to speak on that a little bit? Yeah, you know, with where NFTs are headed in direction and how much I I enjoy it. You know, there hasn't been a baseball player who has put an NFT on their cleat. You see it in basketball and football. Uh, and for me, it's a really cool way to, I think, express myself. And, and you know, I found a project that I stand behind um, and I enjoy that I, I want to be the first Major League Baseball player to have an NFT on their cleat. And so I went on record and I was like, "There, right now we're, we're going through negotiations. Um, in the past, Major League Baseball players haven't been able to wear whatever they want on their cleats but there is uh one weekend out of the year called players weekend where you're able to so i'm gonna have a expansion punk bat and you know my cleats and people are gonna call me you know ridiculous and and that's just hey i respect your opinion but for me i think it's cool and my opinion really doesn't affect you know what your life so um i'm just looking forward to it and uh yeah it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be cool i know a lot of but i know by then a lot of baseball players will have their nfts on their cleats i'm just been the first one to say that i'm gonna do it but so we can say you're the first one to 100 you 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 planted that seed they can't take that away from you You can't you know no you you walk so they can run (laughs) (laughs) someone someone was gonna do it and i already know when i went out on twitter and said i was gonna do it i got some messages saying man you stole my idea like i was i was waiting but it's like hey and then uh this is a great idea i'll just say with the you know 
you mentioned the DAO aspect of the expansion punks, um, you know, uh, so is that correct that you're going to uh, auction those shoes off and, and have that money? Yeah. So with those cleats, I'm going to auction it off to expansion punk holders and that money is going to either benefit a charity or go back into the community DAO. Again, it's a, it's a decentralized platform. So however we want to vote in on that, uh, we will, but it's, it's going to be really cool for them being the first pair on an MLB field as an expansion punk. It's not a board ape, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like some huge blue chip project. Sure. And to one of the holders, just like if you're collecting any type of memorabilia, it, they're going to be authenticated, sure. uh, you know, so it's, and I'm, they're going to be signed first NFT big, so I'll have to figure that out. But as a collector and a part of someone who's a long-term <laughs> holder of expansion punks, I'll probably bet on them myself or, you know, put a bid on them on myself because to have that in your game room, especially if expansion punks takes off yeah. and it becomes an, a blue chip project, sure. you have a, a piece of history and uh, yeah, it's going to be cool. No, that'd be that'd be cool. That is awesome. I'm yep. rooting for you. I, I'm, expand, <laughs> I'm expansion punk in. I, I flipped the dog for expansion punk. So you know. Oh, we'll have to uh, edit that out for gutter Dan. Yeah. No, I'm Dan, just I got two dogs. Dan, I got two dogs. I go, you know, hey, look, yeah, man. you're still in there. You know what I mean. Speaking of the, I got to sit. Speaking of the gutter, yeah. my man Max put me on the gutter rats. Yeah. Thank you, brother. I'm I'm super pumped to be into that community. I know you guys talk super highly about it. You guys went down to the event. They just sound like good people over there. What do you got on them? Gang, gang. That's all I got to say. <laughs> no, but Gutter is, uh, you know, obviously one of our uh, favorite communities. It's, you know, the first community that really, uh, you know, the way you talk about expansion punks and that, you know, you connect with the people in Discord and you're having genuine connections and genuine conversations and not just raise the floor. Why yeah. is the floor going down? Uh, you know that was what I experienced with the gutter. Um, and you know, that was really, you know, one of the first projects that I had that genuine connection with people. And, uh, you know, after going down to Miami and, you know, us spending a couple of days down there, it was just, you know, <laughs> we were sold after that. Super it's, sold. It's, it's great to have you in the community and, uh, no, definitely looking forward to get, getting you in the discord and, uh, you know, the other thing is, uh, you know, the gutter <coughs> gang, uh, has done, uh, gutter kicks. So the first one they did similar to how you were going to wear your expansion punks on your shoe or your expansion punk on your shoes, uh, Malik monk on Christmas day at the first game at the new crypto.com arena in LA wore his gutter cap oh, let's go. on his shoes. Um, and then they auctioned those off you know, as an NFT that, you know, people could bid on and wrapped Ethereum. Uh, and then the winner of that, I think it sold for like 60. Wow. So the winner of that, uh, got, I believe his signed Jersey and the shoes as well. No way Um, that, well, that's good to know. I'm definitely going to have to get the Jersey as well when I wear it. For sure. It's that's more, you know, him doing that is, I think it's more, more legendary than people think, man. I think in the future, like, you know, didn't get really talked about as much as maybe some others, you know, NFT people wearing stuff, but <clears throat> I think he, you know, that in the future of the gutter space, you know, that could be like one of those kind of OG moments, like you know, you know, when Malik Monk wore those shoes, a hundred percent. He spoke about like that, so you know, that's good for him, and also it's for charity too. So yeah, that's a good thing as well. I'll say the other thing, I think it was uh, benefiting. Uh, I think it was tornado victims uh, in the Arkansas area. Malik Monk. Uh, his brother Marcus, okay. shout out Marcus, also gang gang. Uh, you know, they're from the Arkansas area, so uh, I believe it was going to one of the charities out there. Good deal. So, this is giving me some good ideas. So, I'll have to get a 3D model of the uh, shoes as an NFT, a 3D model of, of the jersey, um, the fo- of a photo of my, uh, like me wearing it, and that will just all come with mm. the shoes, the tangible shoes itself. Hey, don't be one su- little package. Don't be surprised if it's sitting on that shelf over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little open space, I'm just saying. Yeah. Did you hear that? John's, yeah. John's got a bit in. For giving you those great ideas, we'll send you invice for the advising fee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there we go. <laughs> uh, that's, that's good <laughs> stuff. Wallow would dress like, is that? <laughs> so uh you know the players weekend when you're gonna wear those is that is that a home game 
Is that a home uh, weekend? It's usually in August again with negotiations going on. Um, haven't really gotten into all the logistics of that. Mm-hmm. More worried about just playing. For sure. And so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. I'm hopeful. And that's all I'll say about that. But uh, not too familiar with Players Weekend on the schedule yet. But it'll be on there. Gotcha. Only reason I'm asking is because if it's home, me and John are definitely pulling up. Ooh, you guys will be there for, for sure. sure. For sure. I'm hoping we get uh, – we just get this in, in our new CBA where we're, we're able to wear whatever we want on our cleats so I can be rocking expansion punks throughout the year, you know, home and on, on the road. For sure. But that would be kind of cool because, you know, um, you know uh, baseball players especially haven't been able to wear stuff in their cleats and, you know, uh, especially like pitchers, right? Like, you know, you see them every time, uh, you know, every pitch, every play having to shoot, you know what I mean? Yeah, and more exposure. Yeah, more exposure. So it's kind of cool if you, you know. And it's not like a football game where you're playing once a week, right? <laughs> that once a week, you're you're drawing in a lot more attention. Like baseball, we're playing every day. No, like I, I still to this day, bro. I mean, I remember like like we'll, we'll you know they'll be like, hey, we're playing four games in seven days or something. We'd be like, oh my god, like. And then like you hear about baseball, they're like every other day, and then you know some stuff gets canceled. You have to play more double header. header. Yep. God bless you. <laughs> 162. It's a it's a marathon yeah. for sure, but I love it. I I just super passionate about obviously baseball. Mm-hmm. It's my livelihood, but um, when it comes to other areas of my life, and you know, I I kind of want to touch on okay, why why this? Why NFT? Why are you putting so much time and energy? Uh, this is the same amount of time and energy I put into other areas of my life when I think about transitioning outside of uh, the sport. Mm -hmm. Because once that day comes where I'm no longer a Major League Baseball player, um, I have to still lead a life full of happiness and and joy for for not only myself, but my family. And a lot of athletes lose that joy when they're done playing because they've put their identity in what they are doing, not who they are. Mm -hmm. You know, for for a professional athlete, it's all they've known g- growing up, and it's it's just tough. The transition is tough, and you would think, it, you know, it wouldn't be, but the reality of it, it is. So for me, I'm constantly finding other avenues that I'm passionate about, whether it's coaching, uh, broadcasting, you know, NFT, the metaverse, something mm-hmm. I could, things that I enjoy to do. Mm-hmm. So when they say, "Hey, baseball's over with." Brett Phillips can pick yeah. which one he wants, which avenue he wants to go and still feel like he's leading a, a life full of, you know, quality. Yeah, because it's about having, other, you know, it doesn't have to be interest of you becoming a billionaire, right? Just having other interests to, to things to do, things to, to, to keep your mind sharp. And, and, and so uh, it's definitely a sort of space that's just so new. And, and I think that's also why a lot of athletes get into it, right? Like we like challenges. Challenge. And, and also, you know, I think it has to do with, you know, us earning our income so fast in yeah. such a short period of time, we do have, you know, a, a certain amount of cash that we have kind of on hand. And that also allows us to kind of play in the space. And um, hopefully it's used for the right things. And yeah. people, are right the, people are part of the right projects. Cause you made a good point. I didn't even think about that. Like, you know, you know, like say look LeBron, LeBron has to be careful of what NFTs he chooses to associate himself with. Right. Cause you know, if the community is not right or something is, going on or even if it's you know one of those like kind of rugs or something like yeah, that man like that could smeared. that could you know mess up your reputation in the space and, and um that's that's you know that's real that's quick important. and it's coming out so fast all this is happening so fast <laughs> that influencers and athletes and rappers they're not thinking about the future mm-hmm. they're just you know it's a quick grab right. you know right. i'm gonna get the bag like why you have enough money You're right like chill out, take right. a step back. If you like it, okay, do your research on it and then put something out that you believe in. Mm-hmm. You're going to show up and, mm-hmm. you know, market. But for people taking a hundred grand to um, promote something they don't know, it's ridiculous. Right. And, it's, and, yeah. and they're promoting mostly cash, gra- like rug pulls. Yeah. And they don't know that. But yeah. yo, take the time, educate yourself. Well, and the other thing too is like, um, you know, a lot of these people, they would make so much more money in the long term if they did that, if yeah. they did their own research, if they figured out, you know, what 
constitutes a good project? What makes a good community? What is good utility for these different communities? Like they would be so much better in the long run by like, you know, taking maybe less money and working with one of these actual like, you know, good projects now that's building and building the right way rather than one of these like, you know, things that, you know, I know we're talking about a lot about Gary Vee, but like Gary Vee posts like crypto skulls. And then, you know, it was at a 0.05 floor, I think like two weeks ago. And then he tweets about it and now it's at like a three floor. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's just, you know, the, the instant gratification in today's a day is it kills me. It just, people want to flex so hard, so fast. Um, John, you being a professional athlete, you have been working towards that since you've been seven, eight years mm -hmm. old. You have taken the stairs at each level right. to get to where you're at. Right. That is no different than right. being in this space. Right. Like with being successful in anything you do, mm -hmm. everyone wants to hit the elevator button and go to the top. Mm -hmm. But you have to start out at the ground floor and you have to take step by step to get to where you're going. And you and I can say that right. and, and actually mean it because we've gotten to the top of, right. you know, it, it, it's, it's, the, it's, of our profession it's, it's, it's to play, you know how much work it's taken. It's the same thing. The yeah. people who are at the top of the NFT space, they've been at the ground level. Bro. They've been in the trenches. Hey, they, got, they got the punks when they were free. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. <laughs> and like, shout out to them. Yeah, yeah. But for people who are coming in now thinking they're going to be doing the same thing, it's, you, it's like winning the lot. You, you got a better chance to go play the lottery. Just if you doesn't, wanna. doesn't work like that. Man. It just doesn't, you, you know, like even, you know, we, we always talk, you know, board, you know, I would say in the NFT space, if I bring up board ape, people that have no idea about NFT knows what that is. Right? Yeah. Or yeah. crypto punk. So like, when I talk about it to them, it's just like, you know, the athlete in me, the person that understands kind of what it Process. takes to become that person or yeah. become that, you know, uh, athlete at your level, at the highest of levels. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Because even when we were talking about buying, I'm like, I don't know. If I spend 150K, like, it's just going to shoot up and life's going to be all front and game. Like, I don't, is, is that easy? You know what I'm it saying? Can't be. It yeah. can't be. You're questioning yeah. yourself because nothing has been that easy for you in easy. your life. You're just like. Ah, and then you see him sitting down. You're like, should I go now? Like, ah, I don't know. Like, it's it's um, it's uh, it's interesting, man. And that's that's you know, like you said, like you're not gonna be able to just mint all these things, and this is gonna shoot up. You're gonna have failures. You're gonna have you know losses. You know, I have some some NFTs in my wallet that you know, I clicked hide on because I was like, oh, I thought it was gonna be something. And it's just this is part of it. You know what I mean? And and you're not gonna win all the time. Even guy like Gary Vee, I'm sure you had some struggles. And he did some things and he lost some things and he, you know, and it's just part of it. No, it, it, it's all a learning process, you know, and, uh, you know, it's a, it's a very fun space and, uh, it's going to segue me to my next topic and, mm -hmm. uh, you know what else is fun? Huh. Baseball's fun. Hey, baseball, baseball is fun. Is, so, yes. uh, you know, yeah, I see you guys representing, by the way. Saying, Thank you so much. I was going to say, we had to, uh, you know, with Brett coming on the pod, we had to <laughs> rock sure. the merch. You guys see the baseball is fun. One of the, uh, the bear, you know, we put it on the bear when you left, so you know, I just let's go. Yeah, you know I love it. It, yeah. it didn't fit. Like, we, had like, right, we had to do like a side <laughs> hang for the hat, but it, it worked out. It worked out. <laughs> so you want to yeah, talk a little bit yeah, about so, uh, your baseball is fun line? Yeah. So I think um, obviously super simple, right? What is the what is the concept? Baseball is fun. Yeah. After that game four World Series, in my interview. Uh, I made a comment and I was like, man, baseball is fun. Mm -hmm. Had no clue. I even said it just yeah. super, you know, high on life. Mm -hmm. I was excited and people really took like gravitate, gravitated towards that mm -hmm. sentence, blew it up on social media. Like, yo, that Phillips is, is so right. Like making me out to be some theologist or, <laughs> you know, I don't know. And, uh, I was like, this is what it's all about. Why we started playing sports in the first place mm -hmm. when we were young, because they were fun. Mm -hmm. And as you grow older, whether it's the competition starts to, your parents put too much pressure on you. Mm -hmm. People start to lose that, that joy, right. you know, why they started playing in the first place. And so my wife and I, we wanted to put together something and we wanted to capitalize, mm -hmm. uh, maximize our platform. And that's actually my handwriting. I, mm -hmm. I took a piece of paper and I wrote baseball is fun. And I told my wife, let's, let's put up 500 shirts mm -hmm. and, uh, with zero expectation mm -hmm. as to 
what was going to come from it. And next thing you know, we've uh, created a nice little business Mm -hmm. um, and kind of just, it's a movement as well. In youth sports today, travel sports, parents are putting, you see it, way too much pressure Mm -hmm. on their kids. It's unacceptable how, how, you know, much they're drilling these kids to make make sure they're going to be the next Michael Jordan or Mike Trout. And at the end of the day, it's really hurting the game and especially at the big league level. So me being at the top um, of my profession, I feel I have a responsibility to give back to the next generation and showing that, hey, this is still a game regardless of of how much pressure there is, uh, paving the way for these parents. And so, yeah, baseball is fun, came about. My wife, it's uh, it's kind of her baby. I, she, she is the CEO, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. She, she's running the company, and um, in the future, I'd like to do baseball is fun baseball camps, um, give back to underprivileged uh, kids who want to get into baseball because um, it is a it's an expensive sport to play. So things like so we're basically just reinvested everything we've sold back into the company to yeah. try and. Uh, maximize it to what I believe it can get to. It's dope, man. Maybe baseball is fun web three academy. Ooh. Baseball is fun dot ETH. Yeah, you know, that, <laughs> yeah, you better go get that. Yeah, get yeah you're right. right. Yeah. So uh it's dope, man. super excited about that in the direction that's headed. Uh just because of again what it what it stands by and um it's it's super simple, but that's at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Sure. That's awesome, man. No, I just love that. And, you know, you guys, you know, doing this, you know, not only for yourselves, but, you know, having a bigger picture in mind and, uh, you know, really giving back to the community, which, you know, I've, we've seen your wife do, you know, time and time again. Yeah. So, you know, as a diehard Rays fan and a St. Pete native, you know, I just want to say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Tampa Bay is born and raised. It's my city. I'll, I'll rep it till, till the day I die. Um, so I, I have a responsibility to give back, uh, take time to, to sign every, I take time to sign every single game, like 15 minutes before the game, because I know what it felt like being a kid going to those games. What did I, I, I wanted an autograph. It didn't matter if it was the fifth outfielder on the team. Right. Just if he took the time to talk to me, it would have blown my mind. It would have made it a lasting impression. So knowing that, not forgetting, you know, I was that age once, I try my best to, give back to the people who are supporting us and whether, you know, it's one kid that makes it to the league when he, when he's older, he's going to remember that exchange with Brett Phillips and he's going to go about his business the right way, giving right. back. Right. And that's what we need to create. For sure. No, definitely. And, uh, you know, that's awesome, Brett. Um, I guess, uh, before we wrap it up here, is there anything else you want to, uh, plug <laughs> or you want to show? I mean, I mean, your Twitch. I know you're big on Twitch. No, you know, you can find me on socials, Brett Phillips. Uh, if you're interested in seeing what Baseball is Fun is about, it's at baseballisfun35.com. And then maybe you're like, yo, I want to get into uh, the NFT. This is interesting to me. I'll, I suggest start on the ground, educate yourself, go to Google, what is an NFT? From there, just start listening to, to videos, go on Twitter, and that's how you should be educating yourself before getting into something like this, which I believe is, is going to be a big part of the future. Mm-hmm. I, I could be wrong, but as of right now, it's it's really it, cool. It's I mean, whether NFTs go down to zero, but like, I mean, eventually, I mean, the, block, the, the technology is here. The technology, I mean, yes. It'll be used. We don't know how. Just like we didn't know what was going to, you know, the internet was going to be used for or how exactly. Google was going to be used as a data collecting company but uh you know i mean it's it's, it's gonna be it's it's coming so no it's uh it's an exciting journey and uh yeah couldn't be more more excited to you know venture in this new web3 world and glad to have you uh you know a part of the overall you know web3 community i appreciate you fellas this is really cool john paving the way for professional athletes sure. doing stuff like this sure. man sure. max my guy edu- super educated in, yeah. in crypto and nft i appreciate you guys having me on being the first guest what an honor thanks hey. thanks man no, no. thank you Seriously, <laughs> and, thank and you, now man. that you've been on you know that means you're now a recurring guest 
So Ooh, we might hey. have to get you back on at some For point, sure. maybe in like a month or so. The, the blockchain boys, right? Blockchain Shout out boys. to the blockchain yeah. boys right yes, here. Blockchain Thank boys. you, guys. Yes, yeah, go like, subscribe, uh, share it on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, blockchain boys on Instagram, two underscores in between, and then block B-Boys pod on Twitter. All right, that's a wrap. That's a wrap, man. You do that with you do that with no a hey, no no messing up. I messed that shit up. B boys. Pop.